Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let these words be yours and blessed. Amen. So as we said before, we are beginning, or beginning, we are continuing our series, uh, Seeing Christ in Christmas. Our first week we did lights, our second week we did carols, and then this week we did angel, or we're doing angels. So when we think about angels, when we uh, look at what they are in the Bible, the word angel actually means messenger. Uh, that's a straight translation. An angel is a messenger. All right, so uh, whenever you see the angels showing up in the Bible, they are usually there to bring a message from God to God's people. All right, so angels are, are beings that bring the messages of God to God's people. And when we're looking at angels, when we're looking at what they do and the messages they bring, it's always critical. It is incredibly important to remember that the message is always what's important. It's the message that's important, not the messenger. The message, not the messenger. Because the job of the angel is to bring the message from God to God's people. So we're here in our uh, text. The, uh, the text for focus is going to be our gospel text, if you want to flip in your bulletins to that point, uh, Matthew 1.18. Um, we have uh, this story here of this angel coming to Joseph, right? We have uh, uh, the beginning of Matthew 1.18, the birth of Jesus, the Messiah comes about. Uh, Mary is pledged to this man named Joseph. Uh, Joseph... Uh,
world, is the world going to be made perfect again after all of this corruption and sin? And he would have been hearing God's promises and he would have been seeing what was happening. He would have seen the focus of God get tighter and tighter and tighter as God promises again and again and again, salvation is coming. This angel would have had the hope that we have now in this moment. He would have known that God had told Abraham, through your descendants will come salvation. He would have known that all of this and known all of this and experienced all of this. And in this moment where he meets Joseph, he would have known the perfection of creation, the corruption of sin, and that the promise of God was coming. And right before this moment, right before this angel meets Joseph, he would have been summoned by God Almighty himself. And God Almighty would have told this angel, I have a message for you to send. I have a message that needs to be delivered to my people. And you are the one that is going to deliver it. See, I need you to go tell Joseph that it's time. That everything that has happened is all leading up to this exact moment right here. That my salvation that is coming for the entire world is going to happen now. It is time to go back to the place of perfection. It is time for the world to be redeemed. It is time for God's people to have their sins forgiven. That's happening now. So you go and tell Joseph that the baby that is in his fiancée's belly is the one that will save the sins of the entire world and is the one that will proclaim victory over sin and death and darkness and is the one that will save his people from their sins. Excuse me. Now this moment with Joseph and the angel has an incredible weight. Everything hangs in the balance. Everything hangs in the balance. As this angel brings this message to Joseph, the entire story set before us hangs in the balance of this angel telling Joseph, Jesus is here, the Messiah is here, and your wife Mary is carrying him. This is the moment. Nothing else matters. The Messiah is here. Can you imagine being that angel and having that message to send to God's people? There is nothing else. There is nothing more important than this message. The, the fate of the entire universe hangs in the balance of this message that God is delivering to his people, and this angel is the one that gets to deliver it. 
Now, I might be a little cheeky here, but I don't think we have to imagine that. We don't need to imagine being the ones to carry that message to God's people. We don't have to imagine being that one specific angel where all of the weight of the world hangs in the balance of this message that we send. We don't have to imagine because, as I said before, what is important is the message, not the messenger. And the message that the angel delivered to Joseph is the same message that the church and you and me delivers to each other and to the people outside of our walls every day. And that message is that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is born and that he has saved his people from their sins. Now, we know a little bit more than this, uh, than, of the story than uh, Joseph did in this moment. A little more has happened because some time has passed, right? So we know that this message that Jesus has saved uh, his, God's people from their sins continued on. It wasn't just him being born. It was him healing. It was him teaching. It was him uh, raising people from the dead. And then it was him being beaten and tortured and crucified and him hanging on the cross and in that moment taking the sin of the entire world down into the grave. Now, if we could pause here for a second again, if you can imagine being the angel that delivered the message to Joseph and saying, this is it, this is the Messiah, this is the one who is going to save God's people from their sins, and then being that same angel as Jesus, the salvation of the world hung on the cross as the Son of God died. Can you imagine the despair of that moment for those angels? That the victory that they had proclaimed in this baby now hangs on a cross and is being executed by the Roman Empire. But what a flip. What a flip that is that in that moment, that death of Jesus Christ became the greatest victory that this world has ever known. And that the prophecy and that the message that the angels gave to Joseph and all of the people on the night of Jesus' birth came true through that moment of despair. And that Jesus Christ did not stay dead, he did not stay in the grave, but instead broke out three days later, was raised from the dead, and ascended to heaven, and we still have this message. He is raised from the dead, he has ascended to heaven, and now your accusers in heaven, those who would sit there and scoff at you and tell you that you do not deserve to sit at the feet of God Almighty, have been cast out and cast down and cast away. Because the one who has redeemed you, the one who has saved God's people from their sins, now sits at the right hand of God and is preparing a place for you in heaven. That's our message. That is the message that the angels brought us. That is the message that we have to take to other people. And that is the message for you, and that is the message for me, that Jesus Christ is born, and that he has saved his people from, his, from their sins. So with that message, I would say everything hangs in the balance. Nothing else matters. Jesus Christ 
is raised from the dead. Jesus Christ is ascended. But before that, in Matthew 1, Jesus Christ is born. He was born in the manger. They called him Jesus. And he saved his people from their sins. So this is the message that we have. This is the message given to you. This is the message given to me. And we remember that it is not the messenger that is important, but instead the message. That's what matters more than anything else. So go tell it on the mountain. Jesus Christ is born. Joyful all you nations rise. Join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim the victory that God our King has laid out for us. In Jesus' name, amen.